you know, everybody wants to have bigger this or bigger that. and Everybody, not everybody does. Not everybody, no. But there's a good bit of people that do. But everybody can definitely benefit from having martial arts in their life. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Like he started off with, if you have a body, you can use it. Camera one, rolling. Camera two, camera three, all tree, all tree, y'all, all tree of them. One, two, three, all tree. That looks nice. Has it? I told you. That looks great. It looks good. man, doing our own production. Looks good. Yeah. What's our budget? Our budget is us. Whatever you can offer. What, what you, you got? got? What you got? I got a few lights. We got a, we got a little something. It's a little something. I'm glad. So welcome to Martial Art Mindset. My name is Calvin. And my name is Kevin. And we are the Blasian Twins. So last time we talked about being reminded. We talked about being reminded. Mm-hmm. The Which river of the mind. The river of the mind. We talked about the mind. This time we're going to talk about the body. And what we specifically want to talk about is everybody. 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 Everybody has a body. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully you're real. What, you, what, you thinking about robots? <laughs> it's, uh, oh, your consciousness yeah. put That's inside a of a robot. Podcast. <laughs> but before we get into all of that, we just want to talk about what our goal is. Tell them what our goal is. Our goal is to first simplify the martial arts mindset so that you can take it and use it in other parts of your life. Because we find so much value in our 23 years training of martial arts. The second, mm-hmm. the second goal, one of the main goals, is to reach a million people. One million people. Not just to reach them, but help them get started on their martial arts journey. And if you stopped your martial arts journey, to help you restart your journey. Like, yeah, I used to do martial arts, but... Why not get started now? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, click that link, sign up. We'll be sending out stuff to get you all started, whether that is just basic knowledge, some of our videos, because we're pretty good at it. <laughs> like you said, 23 years of martial arts. Mm-hmm. So we just want to share our love with it, just talk about it. And today we're going to be talking about what our mantra is, the second part of our mantra. So it goes mind, body, spirit. My mind, I use my mind to think. think. I use Use my my body body to move. I I use my spirit spirit to spread love. So we're going to talk about the second part of that, which is the body. Mm -hmm. So we talked about the mind last week. And the reason why it's important to talk about the body is because all three are connected. Mm -hmm. So what we think about 
is how we're gonna move. Mm -hmm. So we were gonna talk about it in moving as a martial artist and then mm -hmm. moving and using our body in every day. Mm -hmm. And uh, go ahead and elaborate on a little bit because well, there's a story. There's a story I want to share. It's very interesting. And yeah, but first let's talk about we have here talk about our own bodies here because everybody has different experiences of their body, which right. we'll get into a little bit more later. We're twins, so we have the same genes. We don't wear the Your same pair of jeans. <laughs> I got on my pants. Mine over here. As far as jeans, biology, we're this. We're the exact same. We did the exact same things. Go ahead, give them a history. Yeah. So first, let's talk about where we came from. Our parents. Our mom was born in the Philippines in Madinduque. Um and our dad was born in St. Louis, Missouri. I had to pull up a map for both. Show how far <laughs> our parents far were born from each other. And when they came together, they made, say this part with me, the, the Blasian Twins. <laughs> like, wait, I'm typing over here. What do you got? <laughs> no, you got it. Okay. Yeah, so that's how they made us. And they both were in the army for 20 years, which means both of them were really strong. So we are literally army brats. We were army babies, army military babies. Like, just came out the womb. We were in the womb fighting. So we started <laughs> martial arts before we were even out in the world. <laughs> yeah, so then it goes to before we started martial arts, our dad would just have us move. He'd take us to the track randomly. And in fact, we love running track love when we're running. on the track. But one day he saw that we loved it. So he was like, you know what? I need to make them better. That's all I do. Is I remember being better. eight years old and he took us out to the track when, we, when they were stationed in Fort Polk and we were living there. Fort Polk, Louisiana. And I a lot of mosquitoes. A lot of mosquitoes. But I just remember going on the track and just running. running. <laughs> just 24 laps. Just and still could go. It was mm -hmm. our dad was even surprised. Like, what is going yeah. on? Yeah, talk about his surprise. He was like, I need to make them better runners. So he would take us and find a hill, and he'd be in the van behind us <laughs> while we run up the hill, mm -hmm. and then take us back down. We do it again. <laughs> so born doing martial arts, and we did track. We also played basketball. Mm -hmm. um, we we talked about that a little yeah, we, in one of our podcasts. So check out the first podcast. Yes, the first one. Very first one, we talked about our basketball story. So if you haven't heard that, we're not going to talk about it now. You can go back and listen to it. But we played basketball. We were garbage at first. It was just <laughs> yeah, straight trash. Garbage. Especially this guy. He was just, ugh. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, was, I thought I was going to start an argument, but it's better when they agree, right? He's a, he's a real martial artist. He's trying to avoid a fight. Oh, yeah, of course. And don't want to fight. So we, we've always done things sport oriented, whether that was running or basketball. And it's, it's what we've done has helped us in our journey in life, especially when it comes to movement on screen. Just talk a little bit about how we use our bodies with our filmmaking. Oh, so we use our bodies with our filmmaking through our martial arts. And one thing that I think we left out be uh, before we go deeper into the filmmaking, uh, one thing that helped develop our bodies a lot, me and you would do this a lot growing up, playing games. Ah, developing the, the mind and the muscle in conjunction with e even just using the thumbs like you do it on controllers and, <laughs> and phones and everything that's completely but different games when... 
as far as like tag and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we remember we had a pogo stick and we would see how how many bounces we could do. Oh yeah, it had pogo stick. We literally be out there just for just fifteen cheap, minutes, just straight up and down, pogo, not stopping. Just, just thousands of jumps. Oh, we used to rollerblade. We used to skateboard. We used to skateboarding was trees. life. Remember? We used to yeah, we used to just live on the skateboard. Yeah, in Washington State. Washington State. That's where we lived in Tacoma so, University mm-hmm. Place. And a lot of skaters up there. That's what we were doing. You know, we were uh, one of very few black people. (laughs) So we were just like, well, that's cool. Like Tony Hawk was huge during that time, too. Everybody loves Tony Hawk games. We had those games. Yeah, we had the skateboard (laughs) plugging in. We had the original PlayStation one. Remember, there was like a little PlayStation. uh... (laughs) Playing that game. Oh, also another game which we learned in... Front in Korea, that's where we saw mm-hmm. it first. Was Dance Dance Revolution, oh. another coordination game. <laughs> so much, so much music started playing in my head. There's these guys; they were like twins or whatever. I remember watching when we lived in Korea, and uh-huh. they were just break dancing like, off of everything. They, they were like, putting their feet on the screen and still hitting the arrows, like still oh, hitting that boom. What, and oh, you know me. that back bar, like you hold the back bar. Oh yeah, they got to hold it. Like <laughs> I gotta put the weight in my hands so I can move my feet. That's some (laughs) serious body movement. Some serious, just everything that we do uh, is what we need to be reminded of. Everything that you do, you gotta use your mind and your body and your spirit all in conjunction. Mm -hmm. So to transition, there's a story that I heard in college. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I pull it up here. Are you gonna read story time? Gonna read story time, ladies and gentlemen. So. It's called They're Made Out of Meat. Mm-hmm. It was written by Terry Bisson, B-I-S-S-O-N, 1991 is when it was written. Okay, so hopefully you enjoy this, and then we'll talk about it a little bit. I've never heard this story, so it's the first <laughs> I'm hearing it. All right. They're made out of meat. Meat? Meat. They're made out of meat. Meat. There's no doubt about it. We picked several from different parts of the planet, took them abroad to our Raycon vessels, probed them all the way through. They're completely meat. That's impossible. What about radio signals, the messages to the stars? They use radio waves to talk, but the signals don't come from them. The signals come from machines. So who made the machines? That's who we want to contact. They made the machines. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Meat made the machines. (laughs) That's ridiculous. How can meat make a machine? You're asking me to believe in sentient meat? I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. Maybe they're like the Orphaly, you know, a carbon-based intelligent that goes through a meat stage. Nope. They're born meat. And they die meat. (laughs) We studied them for several of their lifespans, which don't take too long. Do you have any idea of the lifespan of meat? Spare me. Okay. Maybe they're only part meat. You know, like the Wibbledee, a meathead with an electron plasma brain inside. Nope. We thought of that. Since they do have meatheads like the Wibbledee. But I told you, we probed them. They're meat. All the way through. No brain? Oh, there's a brain, all right. (laughs) It's just the brain is made out of meat. (laughs) So what does the thinking? You're not understanding, are you? 
the brain does the thinking. The meat. <laughs> thinking meat? You're asking me to believe in thinking meat? <laughs> yes. Thinking meat. Conscious meat. Loving meat. Dreaming meat. The meat is the whole deal. Are you getting the picture? So what does the meat have in mind? The person wants to talk to us. <laughs> and then I imagine wants to explore the universe, contact other sentients, <laughs> swap ideas from and information, the usual. We're supposed to talk to meat? That's the idea. That's the message they're sending out by radio. Hello, anyone out there? Anyone home? They actually do talk. They use words, ideas, concepts. Oh, yes. Except they do it with me. <laughs> I thought you just told me they use radio. They do. But what do you think is on the radio? Meat sounds. <laughs> you know, when you slap or flap meat, it makes a noise. They talk by flapping their meat at each other. Should I finish it? It's up to you. So, I think it's just... We'll stop there because it goes a little bit more. But I, I think it painted this <laughs> image. Yeah. Again, that was titled They're Made Out of Meat by Terry Bisson. We'll put it on the screen. Look it up. Um, just giving credit because I heard that story and I just thought like. So I've never heard that. You know, it would have been fun if you told me about this beforehand so that we could read it back and forth. I think that would have been a lot uh, fun. Maybe we could just do that on its own just for fun. We'll think about it. We'll see. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah. But, well, yeah, but, so why'd you bring it up? So I'm wondering why you brought it up. Why I brought it up because story? I brought it up because as martial artists, when we're training somebody, um, and this is this goes for everybody, but just from my experience of training, the awareness of the body is uh, is something that a lot of people need to work on. Mm -hmm. I, I, I know I constantly am working on that. And I like to share it with people every day, every day, working on the awareness. And I shared that story because it's like these robots are breaking down and trying to understand us, <laughs> our bodies. Mm -hmm. And if these robots are having a hard time, then there's some humans and people that are definitely having a hard time understanding what that meat is. What's a sack of is. meat? Sack of meat. <laughs> They're just meat. They're made out of meat. So... Let's go ahead and move on mm -hmm. to understanding the body a little bit more. There's so many ways. We're not mm -hmm. certified biologists or doctors or any. We yes, are sir. just martial artists who've been doing this for 23 years. Yeah, and I guess in a way, I said in our last podcast that we're not scientists. Like it was a really small side note, but I guess in a way, doing what we do for so long, us being an observer, in a way, uh, we are science. We're just seeing it from our own perspective and our own experiences. What is what we learn from where we do our research is the experience. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but understanding the body, one thing that comes to mind when I see that, especially thinking of it being meat. Remember in high school when people remember? would remember, 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 go ahead. Yeah, remember, <laughs> remember. <laughs> All right, these big old flapping meat lips. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember. Right, remember? Uh -huh. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember when people would call us ninja? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just all the time. They knew every people in high school knew that we did martial arts, so they would always call us ninja. Like, mm -hmm. hey, what's up, ninja? Ninja, ninja, ninja. Yeah. And did you feel like a ninja? I did. 
Oh, that's good because I did at times. Because I mean, we would bust out flips on the during basketball games and uh-huh. football games and jumping off each other's. In backs. fact, we would even beatbox during football games. Like, oh yeah, yeah. We just have fun. Yeah, just using our bodies to have fun. Using our flapping meat lips to to make express sound. ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> now we're doing it here. All right. So <laughs> one of the reason I bring that up is because one of the first things you want to do if you're starting ninja training is you start with the heart. You have to fill your heart. Mm. Part of your body. It's part of your body. <laughs> we should just have yeah. a whole segment in me doing this. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go you started ahead. doing that. I was like, wait, that's Did good. Put it faint go in the back. Wait, wait, wait. Hold wait, on, wait, can, wait, I, wait. can I, go can I turn talk the volume the, down? Yeah, yeah talk, so, talk about the heart. So, uh, so the first part that you want to do with ninja training is be aware of your heart. That was pretty good. Hey. <laughs> Foley. Go ahead, Hollywood. Sign us up. All right, body, heart. Yeah, so one thing, your heart, uh, and I, I believe they wanted you to start there, is because your heart pumps all the blood through your body. Mm-hmm. It pumps the blood through everywhere that you need it to go. So if you're not aware of anything else in your body, learn how to first be aware of your heart. Mm-hmm. And you can think about the different paces that it's beat. When it's beating nice and slow... Your breath, your breath. body, your air is like you're sleeping when you're nice and so. Yeah, exactly. Like you're going to sleep already. You can sleep. Uh, <laughs> just relax, you know. And it, it during this time, during the pandemic, if you've lost a job, if you've lost anything, anybody, and you are having a hard time just getting grounded with your body because the mind can go other places. Especially talked about controlling our minds. Especially if you're not going anywhere and like you're trapped inside of somewhere. Mm, not just trapped. not just trapped in your mind, Mentally. but now you're trapped inside of a space. Physically. Mm. Your body is now trapped. So uh, we know we got spending a lot of time at home on Zoom meetings, not getting a lot of one-on-one he's about to cry because he's like, <laughs> I know, we right? don't get a lot of <laughs> we I don't, don't get to really teach don't. my kids in person oh no like, that uh, devastated me when I so had to stop. It, it can be a lot on the mind and can hinder us from using our body mm. and so mm-hmm. just how we talked about the breath is always constant the mind and the thoughts which we talked about in the last podcast is always constant mm-hmm. what we need to do to have the best body that we can have is to always have it constantly moving, constantly learning, constantly training, constantly getting better, whether I mean, that's refining mm-hmm. the muscle of the mind. I mean, it's like watering, which we'll talk about more when we put the mind, body, and spirit together. Ooh. So that's like, but it's, let's talk about a plant. When you water a plant, it has to continually glow, grow when you water it. And we talked about last time, the river of the mind. Mm-hmm. And an ocean of knowledge, water, that knowledge is watering that plant to help it grow. So you have to continually renew your mind. You have to Mm. continually water the plant so that it can grow and move upward towards its purpose to be able to blossom Mm -hmm. into its own beauty. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, oh, let's go back to the heart, though. So going back to the heart. Back so, to the heart. Okay. So that's one of the first things you want to be I think aware you, of. I think you went back to the heart 
because when it comes to martial arts, people think you have to have all these muscles and flexibility and strength and this and that to be able to perform and do it. But I'm here to tell you, martial arts is for everybody, not just for the old or the the mm -hmm. young or the mm -hmm. athletic or the it's for everybody in every moment to you. If you have a body, you can use it. If you have a body, you have a heart. Mm. And what do you do with that heart? Well, first, you want to be aware of it. If it's beating slow, when it's beating fast, <laughs> is that because do? you just did a workout and you're tired from the workout? Or was there a trauma that happened that made your heart race? Or was it some coworkers just acting ridiculous and you like... And that anger is bubbling up inside you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they only knew. Mm -hmm. And now you're when, holding that in. When does it feel restricted when you're breathing? Does it feel tight? Do you feel mm -hmm. tension? What does so, your body start doing? Start closing itself up. Close it. Close it. We, you know, we've. There's a study talking about the heart, where it showed laughter actually opens up heart valves. Mm -hmm. So if you're, depending on where you're. Could you try again? Thank you, Siri. <laughs> can, you, yes. can you try it again? Say it again. Laughter, Siri, opens up heart valves. And it's very true. It makes you feel just more lively, more alive. Like if you're mm -hmm. in a depressive state, your body is going to feel mm -hmm. different. Those things are going to manifest Let's, whether it be something tight or it's hard to Can breathe. I say something personal about laughter real quick? Because mm -hmm. you look funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I can say to that? You Back look funny. at you. Uh, <laughs> So, so clever. Let's sip water together. He sips first. I sip. Do we have he to make it both? I, I just sip. did that for the mic. Mm -hmm. Talking about laughter. Um, so one thing um, we've shared it. We've actually made a documentary about our mom, and our mom. She was in the military, but she passed away from breast cancer. So that was very hard and devastating on our family, on our mm -hmm. own minds, on our own. Um, like it just really was hard mm -hmm. right? and still dealing with that. That's grief is something you always deal with. But one of the things that helps bring me up is thinking about this. You know, mommy didn't talk that much, did she? That, she was just always quiet. Like it, when we could sit quietly in the room with her, not mm -hmm. say anything. And it was just peaceful. It was just nice and peaceful. But I remember being in the house. If we're working, doing some other stuff, it's quiet. It's quiet. And then in the background, you just hear. <laughs> just her laugh come from out of nowhere from whatever she was watching. What did she watch? What did she? <laughs> but always laughing, and it just came out of nowhere at random times of the day, and I loved it. So that's one of the things I think about laughter to help open that body up. So uh, talking about the heart and the importance. One, moving your body to exercise to open up those heart valves mm -hmm. to get those things. <laughs> If you, if you put it in slow motion, you're like, uh -huh. <laughs> All right, open it up the heart valves through exercise. Right. Through exercise. You got to open them up. Like you said, it brings more blood flow to your body, which the red blood cells gives oxygen to those muscles that need it, especially those tight contracted muscles, which mm -hmm. is why it's important to work on flexibility, which I want to say, um, 
you know, we've done a lot with our bodies as far as physically. There's a, there's not everything. We can't do everything, though. Yeah. There's yeah. just some things that just will take a lot more work. Or it's not, we haven't crossed it on our journey yet if it's in our path. Right. So mm-hmm. I want to talk about weightlifting. Because mm-hmm. as of mm-hmm. right now, I don't lift a lot of weights. I don't lift weights either. I don't really. Not, not, not at the moment. I want to. I want to get back to it. Cause right. I was looking pretty good. I saw. Right. Right now, I'm at 185. About this maybe day. a little bit lower. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I saw a video of me when I was 195. I was like, oh my God, look at this. <laughs> I was like, right. I got a picture of me my standing next heavy. to Michael Jai White. I'm looking like, bro, what's what was I doing? I need to work out. But, you know, we're not going to the gym lifting weights like that. Yeah. So. But I like Spider-Man. Like, I like Spider-Man. Uh-huh. So, like, I'd rather be molded. That's just me personally. Mm-hmm. It might change later. But, yeah, I want to talk about using the body as far as, like, building it and working out through, through martial arts or actual mm-hmm actual fitness because it's important as a martial artist you have to know how to move your body whether Mm -hmm. you have an injury or you have some type of condition that may stop you there's still ways that you can use your body Mm -hmm. you know there you just have to modify it modify fit your body right so like lifting weights isn't for everybody because Mm -hmm. it gives you a different goal as like stretching and working on just flexibility is a different goal from lifting weights. So as a martial artist, we want to find a good balance between the cardio, between the weightlifting, between the flexibility, between Mm -hmm. the muscular endurance, between all these things. Mm -hmm. And even to the nervous system breakdown, because how many nerves and feeling the air and Uh being able to sense the presence because we have all these senses. All of us do. And so with that, what are some training things that you do with some of your students, whether that be in a class or private one-on-one? What are some things that you do to test all these things that's part of the body? Oh, test all these things? Well, one, <clears throat> if you can be specific, I always ask the... Well, I don't always ask not, the students. Not test. So. Let me say not test. Refine. Refine, that's mm-hmm. true, because they're coming in there just to learn. Right. Yeah, Nobody wants to be tested all the time. I mean, but you do get, like, when you are you get do the test for your belt. But what I love about martial arts is you normally don't get tested until your sensei or whoever is above you sees that you're ready mm-hmm. to. So and they're going to tell you you're going to get tested. And you can think maybe that's what God get does to tested too. Get does God corona. do that for us? Does God give us the test or give us the task? When we just are like ready and Rona. knows that we can pass it. We're going to pass this coronavirus. We need all y'all's help. So To get stop help. passing it around mm-hmm. and help us get past it. And help us all get healthy. So back to those drills or whatever it is that you do to refine the body, mind, senses, all those things. So one of the easiest ways to start off is not even think of the mind first. Just think about, okay, I need to get my body moving. So do some jumping jacks, do some warm ups. There's always some kind of warm up to get ready for it. And always, always at least get to a point where you break a sweat. It doesn't have to be a whole lot. But if you're breaking a sweat, that's your body saying, hey, I'm prepped and primed to do activity. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now, if I want to add the mind into it, I will add a goal for the student to have mm-hmm. to be aware of. So it'll be like, OK, I hold a target up. OK, all I want you to do is. Here, I'll do it with you real quick. Okay. Okay. I'll so for you up. people listening to the audio, uh, if you follow us on YouTube and you other platforms, you can see us. We're about to do something physical. Real easy. It's not hard. <laughs> we got a small amount of space. Okay. So so touch. All I want you to do. No, don't punch. Oh, Just high see. five my hand. Just five five. Good. Ready? High five it. 
Keep hop of it. Mm. All right, hop of it. Ooh. Hop of it. Ooh. Ooh. Hop of See. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So what I'll do is take, okay, now let's get your mind involved and get you set on a target, on a goal for you to have to reach. And now I'll move that target so you have to adjust to it. Now mm-hmm. we're slowly getting your mind involved with the physical part of it. And it becomes a game. Yes. Games are one of the easiest ways to learn. And I love using my creativity in games to teach that mm-hmm. way because you're getting all what you just did is a palm strike that's all a high five is who knows how to give a high five that's a that, palm strike that's <laughs> a slap to the face a slap to the face that's a whoop-pap. yeah a whoop-pap. and that's the other thing that i try to tell my students too is that martial arts is an everyday life that's the simple wax what on, we just wax did off. yeah wax on wax off like right. the karate kid what you did here high-fiving me how do we open doors without the handle when we go through boom. something boom. well through rona i either go boom with the or elbow, better be an automatic door knee, uh, i gotta foot. restart this one they're in everyday life mm-hmm. just like in karate kid uh martial arts moves are there in fact there's this one wrist lock put your hand up do you mind if i put you in a wrist lock Mm-hmm. So if you can't see this, make sure you go to our YouTube channel. Are we putting it anywhere else or just YouTube? The visuals will be on YouTube. <laughs> so there's this wrist lock. I'm going to do it from the side here. That's like this. Boom. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, how'd that feel? You might pop something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this wrist lock could be where I could help uh, or like hurt and pop his hand. Mm-hmm. But if he goes to touch this hot stove, I could use that same move to save him. From that hot stove. Mm. Martial arts is just incredible. You can use it to hurt or save somebody, save yourself. Let's just continue on with talking about wrapping. Let's wrap it up. What are some? Wait, hold on. First off, how do you deal with the pain in the body? Do you want to talk about that? We haven't mm. talked about hindrances of the body and how to overcome that hindrance. Hindrance. Do that. Talk about that. Yeah, quickly. go ahead. Talk about that a little bit. There's actually one thing I'm gonna pull up uh, while you talk about it. Yeah. So hindrances of the body. One. Our body needs to be refueled. We have to be able to listen to it. Um, It's an intuitive tool on its own. So if we feel tired of doing something and worn out, what should you do? Rest. Go to sleep. That's one thing that we didn't learn in our household. So that's one thing that was a hindrance. One thing our dad would say, which helped uh, us reach a lot of goals, but it (laughs) didn't help us with our sleep, (laughs) is that we would be like, we'll be doing something, cleaning up something, working on the car for hours Mm. or training, whatever it is. And we'll say, I'm tired. And what would he say to us? Never get tired. And he was never supposed to get tired. <laughs> and just you like, know, he said, you know what I remember him saying? What? Tired. What does tired mean? What does tired mean? Yeah, like it just didn't exist. It, so we never, that was like the soldier mentality building it into us. So, but that yeah, also, and I understand why he did that because mm-hmm. you have to be able to do this at any moment, even if you're tired, because he's body. training people who could get attacked in, in their sleep. Mm hmm. Mm. And, just thinking about that, like having your body ready for any moment. Oh, I remember really what, what he have doing. us do when we he call our name uh, to go downstairs. What do we have to do? Be there within ten seconds. We had to run down there. Yeah, he wasn't playing. <laughs> he was not playing. But I bring that up because it, it, there are a lot of pros to it, but the cons are I'm still dealing with having trouble learning how to relax, which relaxation 
is what helps build your body back up. You have to have the range of having slow sleep breathing to high activity, high intense activity. The more you can take your heart through those ranges, the healthier your body will be. At Mm -hmm. least that's what I've noticed. Mm. And so the hindrances are interesting because they just aren't physical. They have to manifest from something mental first, which go back and listen to our uh, mind podcast. They can be physical in the way of a trauma or if oh, something yeah. externally hits you and you know, you just really had right. no control car accident. But even then burned. that's still some kind of hindrance. Some type of hindrance that you just have to learn how overcome. to work with. Yeah, just overcome right. it. Mm-hmm. And so uh it's really I'm gonna go through it real quick. These are just the five hindrances they recognize in Buddhism. Um the five hindrances one desire, clinging, craving and really he's talking about Kamachand, which is the sexual like desire and craving mm. um, that can hinder you, you know, and it can also hinder parts of your body. If you do something too much, you'll work that muscle out too far and you'll break it. Mm. Whether that's lifting weights, whether that's I remember running. I pulled a muscle doing a warm up deadlift. Uh huh. And that that's let me I get, still let feel me, that. Oh, pain. yeah. That so hindrance. hindrance talking about desiring clinging and craving so if you desire something too sexual you can get some problems whether that be by yourself or with somebody so those things that can, that's the first hindrance the second hindrance aversion which is anger or hatred i mean it's mm. pretty self-explanatory what do you do when you get mad you either avert yourself somewhere else it feels like your blood's boiling it feels like you mm-hmm. can't focus and you just get stuck in that in that that way sleepiness sloth is number three laziness like just being lazy just like a sloth sometimes with your body you might not be understand you feel like you're doing good and building your body up but you might be lazy of course if you're just lazy and procrastinator there's no excuse Mm -hmm. but i'm not saying this is an excuse but sometimes if it feels chronic and you're literally trying your best to make your body better but you're still tired you're still feeling this it might be something medical mm-hmm. for example we have g6pd which is glucose 6-phosphate deficiency mm-hmm. so say our that, say that again put glu- that on a card <laughs> glucose 6-phosphate <laughs> deficiency <laughs> what does that mean so that means that there's an enzyme that our body um doesn't process the same as everybody else's mm-hmm. body so for instance we can't really eat a bunch of wide beans like broad we can beans. but broad beans like fava beans are uh-huh. just really really wide beans because it, it actually affects our body differently it makes it makes us really tired mm-hmm. we you start seeing um yellowing of the eyes, with in our eyes. yeah that's yeah. just us understanding our body and we can do all these flips and kicks and punches but and i whip. remember being like gosh why am i so tired and it depends on the food that i'm eating mm-hmm. so what i'm putting in my body mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So learn what uh, what might make you feel sleepy or slothy with uh, Mm -hmm. hindrance number three, which brings me to hindrance number four, which is the complete opposite of that is restlessness. Mm -hmm. So restlessness in the way of like, I just got to keep busy and got to move, but not actually getting things done. So how that hinders you in your mind. I want to work out, but um. I'm thinking about this, or I gotta do this, or I gotta do that. Oh, hold on, I didn't rest because so my body is real sore. I can't. But I, I gotta keep it. going. I gotta keep pushing. I gotta keep working out. Think about your body like a car. Mm. Your car sits there eighty percent of the time in mm-hmm. the parking lot. Mm-hmm. 
But you got to put the right stuff in it for it to work. put the right gas. If you're trying to go long distances, you can't just go long distance and fill up the gas once and think you're going to make it. Right. You got to put the right oil in it. If you put the wrong oil because they make them thicker or thinner for your engine, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And if the gas has just been sitting there and they're in the car for a month Mm -hmm. and you haven't been using it, you're going to get some your car acting weird because it hasn't been regularly used. Learn the sounds of your car. What sound is your car making? There's a certain sound your car makes when you try to start it up and it doesn't start. It could tell you if it's the alternator or if it's the starter, if it's your battery. Uh, a certain sound can tell you if it's the uh, the fan belt or if it's your serpentine belt mm-hmm. or if it's in the, these different sounds signal you for what's going on inside your vehicle. So uh-huh. what are the sounds? What are the things your body's making? What are the vibration your body makes and is telling you and making you aware of what are those hindrances and problems that your body's like, hey, this is here. Hey, man, my back is tight right here. I got to got to stretch a little bit. Hey, uh, it's hard to walk because you pulled your hamstring. You got to rest now. Um, So restlessness can cause injuries or cause you to just do things and not get what you're trying to get done. And you're not very conscious when you're very restless. And number five, which is probably out of all these, one of the most powerful because it stops you. And that's a doubt. Mm. Really self-doubt, but doubt. Doubt that, oh, I can't do that. I'm not able to move that way. I can't kick my leg that high. Okay, so are these words you're saying, is that coming from the mind or is this something somebody physically said? It all starts from the mind. I've heard a lot of people say, I can't do that or, oh, I wish. You know, and it just starts physically using the meat and flapping it around and saying what was in their mind, making it reality and manifesting. Mm -hmm. So doubt, one of the five hindrances, is probably one of the most powerful ones because it can stop you from completing any goal, whether that mentally or physically. So I'm not able to do that because my legs aren't flexible enough, or Mm -hmm. I'm not fast enough, or I'm too slow, or I'm too fat, or I don't have enough muscle. Just so many things of these self-doubts, of these things that stop us, before we can even get it to manifest. Mm. And people use their mouth, their words, their body to put those messages into the universe. You know, it's one thing too. People put those messages out. I do it all the time. Unconsciously. Mm -hmm. You don't even know you're saying it. We have those thoughts in our head and it can be in our river, the river of our mind, Mm -hmm. right? That's it could be its own river. Mm. You said river of doubt. So your mind isn't just limited to one when a river, just like there's not just one river in the world. There's multiple ways. Mm-hmm. So you can explore your, your own mind forever, mm-hmm. let alone try to explore something else. Right. <laughs> so the same thing with your body. Like I'm learning different things with my body. I'm not weightlifting as much as I said earlier, but I'm still using my body mm-hmm. in a different way as I get older because I know I'm getting older, you know? <laughs> so I'm going to move different from when I was younger. Yeah, it's true. And so... Oh, you're going to the doubt. You had something you were going to say? Oh, no, no. Let's just talk about... Re- review those five hindrances. Oh, let me... This is what I was going to say about oh, the yeah. doubt. This part's important. At least I find it important. That's okay, go ahead because he's just like, I got to share it. I have to. Fine. This is why. Because Do it. just like we said, people including me, everybody, everybody, 
has fallen into the trap of self-doubt. They've fallen into the river of doubt. Mm-hmm. And how do you get yourself out of there? Mm-hmm. First, you do it as a martial artist. First, be aware that you're in the doubt. So by you saying, I can't do that, that's a, that's a moment where you can catch yourself, that catch that vibration and say, wait, I didn't really believe that. Let me cut that out. Mm-hmm. As a writer, you always delete things. As a video editor, Control Z is your best friend. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you get that cut tool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they cut it up with the katana slice. And that's where you start refining. You take and grab the thought out of your river. You can refine it, or you can get rid of it, or you can just never grab the thought at all. Mm. But if you happen to grab onto it, no, here's the doubt. Now, what's the other side of that? So I say I can't do martial arts because, wait, is that true? Mm. And you know what? That leads perfectly. Let me uh, talk about the five hindrances again, and that segues to what we're going to wrap up with. The five hindrances, desire, second, anger, third, sleepiness, sloth, laziness, fourth, restlessness, fifth, doubt. Mm -hmm. So how do you investigate this hindrance? And it's pretty much exactly what he just shared. I'm going to read it off of here. There's a formula they have in Buddhist belief called rain. Rain. Talk about rain. river. No, we're going to talk about rain. Let's drink some water. Oh, water. Drink, some drink more water. Or recognize it. Recognize it. What is it in your body that you need to recognize? A, accept it. I'm weak in this area. I need to do more push-ups. I need to do more pull-ups. I need to work on my flexibility. Or I'm not as I'm flexible. In this area or I am strong. Mm-hmm. Accept it. I investigate it. What is it like? All right, when I use my chest, what does it feel like? When I drive my car, what sound does it make? Uh-huh. When I'm kicking, doing a front snap kick, what does my leg investigate does it feel good Mm -hmm. when i do it this one way and if i change it a little bit how does that feeling Mm. feel then the last one non-identification which i think is very powerful i'm gonna read it here this is just a passing process that comes and goes not who we are Mm. so as you were saying it do i believe this or not Mm. and so that just goes back to the quote that bruce lee has Bruce Lee, all day, huh? All day. I used to Bruce. write book reports on him all the time. Like, Bruce Lee. And you talk about in order to learn, you have to unlearn. In order mm. to master something, you got to just forget about what you have learned in order to learn something else. Not to say forget it forever. No, just in the process of learning, mm-hmm. forget what you know. You know what's actually funny? Soak this in. What? And just a quick story of yesterday, I actually trained with somebody who is learning uh, or wanting to be a fighter. Of Mm -hmm. course, I'm not a fighter myself, but I can help with the Mm -hmm. techniques and help you get better, help with small improvements and tweaks. And one of the things which I actually used to have a problem with, or I can't say problem with, when I was learning how to do a Muay Thai kick Mm -hmm. after doing Taekwondo for so long. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you're laughing because you know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about. So what... I'm talking about is in Taekwondo, you bend your knee and there's a lot of chambering, a lot of snapping. So that's where a lot of the snappiness comes from, is from the chamber. Finger kicks. There, right? (laughs) Yeah. The difference in Muay Thai is instead of being like 
a baseball bat or baseball. It's like a baseball bat. So you swing your leg Mm -hmm. heavy and trying to unlearn the chamber to Mm -hmm. be able to do a Muay Thai kick. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's like trying to take somebody who's learned Taekwondo and throw them to do capoeira. And they've never done it before. Mm-hmm. Like it's completely different. Like thinking a boxer who's only done boxing and then they have to do jujitsu. Mm-hmm. So it's cool with us because we have learned so many things or dibbled and dabbled in Aikido and There's Hapkido so and Wushu and <laughs> boxing and Muay Thai and Salat and Capoeira and weapons. We ain't even talking about the yeah, weapons. Yeah, that's true. And that's just because we've learned at a young age and continue to learn and refine and teach ourselves how to use our body. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up, y'all. Thank so, you for listening. This podcast was for everybody. Everybody. Every body. Everybody. If you have a body, you can use it. I use my mind to think. I use my body to move, and I use my spirit to spread love. And one way y'all can spread love for us is by sharing that share button, that like button, that subscribe button, sharing this with somebody else, because like you said, our goal is to get a million people, we'll figure out a way to get it counted, but a million people to either start or continue their martial arts journey. We have a lot in store for you all. This is our third martial art mindset podcast. Is this the third? The third one. I'm sorry. Fourth one. Fourth one. Fourth. Number four. We have more that we're going to make, more to share. Please share this with your martial arts friends. Mm -hmm. Share it with your family. Share it with anybody that just wants to understand a little bit more of the mindset and hear from our own experiences what we've seen through martial arts now there's so many great martial artists out there you can also ask them it's not like you're limited to us we're not saying only us no go seek that knowledge go seek where it's at but we hope that this can be a a starting point a jump off point for you to leap into the faith of your martial arts journey yep yeah so that's martial art mindset my name is calvin and my name is kevin and we are the The Blasian Twins. twins